The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. This is Courage Cast, encouraging one another so that more will believe. Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm your host, Eric Nordhoff, and this is a place where you're going to find a lot of encouragement because when we encourage one another, we are actually helping to build belief in a God who makes all things possible, right? And when we believe for the impossible, then we begin to do great things. We begin to do seemingly impossible things. So I'm super excited about this episode because I get to sit down with my wife, Chrissy Nordoff. It's a great conversation about a word that she had for me one morning, and I just couldn't wait to bring her on to share it with you, not just to share it again with me, but to share it with you. I believe it's going to be a great encouragement. So here it is, my conversation with my wife. This has been a while since I've uh, had my beautiful wife on, and it's been far too long because she really blessed me the other day with a note. Um, anytime someone thinks of me or has a word for me from the Lord or anything like that, it's a total, total honor and something that um, means a great deal to me. Words of affirmation, of course, are is my love language, right? Mm-hmm. So you and I have been talking about this thing for a while, for a few days. I, last week I had a dream, and uh, oh no, not not a dream. I I woke up from sleeping and I was journaling. I was writing out in my journal, and I asked the Lord. I said, God. Um, what do you want me to do? Something to the effect of what do you, what do you want me to do about something? I don't remember the details, but, and uh, all I kept hearing was feed my sheep, Mm. feed my sheep. And I was like, what does that mean? And I never quite understood, but I kept hearing, maybe it was three times I heard feed my sheep. And so I looked it up. And this particular scripture came up. It's mentioned several times in the Bible. What are you looking at up there? Light pictures. You're distracting me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. And why are we looking up at light fixtures? Well, because we've just had all these conversations about light fixtures. Yeah, we're updating our light fixtures in this house. Yes. And her, all that she can think about is light fixtures. <laughs> And all I can think about is feeding my sheep. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go. I took me, I looked it up in scripture. John 21 mm-hmm. um, is the section of scripture where Jesus comes back. This is after his death and resurrection, and he reappears to the disciples. And um, there was this one instance where it almost feels like there was like some things that were left unclear. Uh, for Peter, for example, in the Bible, because he was 
he denied Jesus three times before he was uh, before Jesus was was sentenced to death. Right mm-hmm. after he had been captured, and people recognized Peter, and uh, he was d- denied three times. Uh, he denied Jesus three times, and so um, they had just finished eating this this meal that they had caught. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said, yes, Lord. He said, you know that I love you. Jesus said again, said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and someone will else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. And Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. So, um, to me, this is a, a, a kind of a healing portion of scripture about where all that Peter needs to do is feed, feed his sheep. And, um, you had a word for me to kind of help explain that a little bit too. Yeah. So as we talked about it, I think we talked about it right before we went to bed again the other night Mm -hmm. and I woke during the middle of the night, um, having a dream about it basically. And the Lord was giving me, I think just some further insight for you. And I got up the next morning and couldn't believe that I remembered, um, the two points that he told me and then just began to do two way journaling, which I think we've talked about before on here, but basically two way journaling is just sitting and, um, listening to the Lord and writing down what you hear. And you have to be wise about the way that you do that. You can't just make stuff up. You have to really be plugged in to the Holy Spirit and it helps to be in the word every day and also have a community around you um, to sort of filter through what you're hearing. But here's what I heard and I'll just read this. So the reason why I want you to focus on feeding sheep is that most people only groom or bandage them, but they still are hungry. Grooming, I looked it up in um, the dictionary, to clean, brush, and otherwise tend, to prepare for a position it could be to. Grooming helps in some ways overall with the health of the sheep, but it is mostly focused on the outward appearance. It does nothing for the inside of the sheep, which is what I'm most concerned about. Yet many focus all their lives on this. It's not bad. It's still helping some, but they are missing the point of why I need my sheep taken care of. It's not so they look good. Bandaging, the other thing he said um, he didn't want you to be concerned about. It was to bind or cover with a bandage, to put a bandage on a wound or a sprain. Um, and then the word bandage means a strip of cloth to bind up a wound, sore, sprain, etc. This does help some too. There needs to be bandaging in order to function, but sometimes people need to get up and walk again, but they don't know they are ready because someone keeps bandaging their wounds. Enough is enough. They are being shepherded into victims. 
Every tiny scratch requires downtime. That's why I said to feed my sheep. There are plenty of bandagers and plenty of groomers, but they are actually weakening the body. And that's because while those things aren't bad per se, they've become too important. Their most basic need for fresh food is not being met. They're hungry for real bread, truth from my word, revelation, and hope that comes from the goodness of my presence. I look across the earth and I see some shepherds feeding sheep fast food, and that's not what I want you to do either. Fast food is all about making things easy for the shepherd and is not focused on what's best for the sheep. Fast food is cheap. It doesn't cost much. It's not real food, though, and it doesn't satisfy the need, and still they go hungry. It is fed to them out of duty, not care. Mm. Because if they cared, they would go through the process of making fresh bread, the long step-by-step, inconvenient way of feeding them that requires a sacrifice of time and growing seasons in the field. It takes hard work, but how it fills their bellies, how healthy they grow on this bread. Real healing then comes from the inside out. It's not going to be fast. It may not be easy, but this feeding role will be good. It will be fulfilling to you because you will see sheep transform before you. Ones that were ill and feeble will get up and run again. Will you feed my sheep? Mm. So good. I, there's so much that comes out of that, that that makes me think of. Number one, um, there's a lot of surface things that that we do as believers that I can do. And this is speaking for me. I can do a lot of things that can make people look good. You know, I'm. It makes me think of shepherding. Okay, I'm a shepherd mm-hmm. of uh, the flock of DoTerra. Okay, so our team, our organization of leaders, uh, I have a certain degree of shepherding uh, over them. I'm. We're all independent leaders of course, and everyone is responsible for their own uh, flock and their mm-hmm. own business. But there is a certain degree uh, of responsibility that that I have as a shepherd. And I can give them fluff and I can give them fast and I can band and I can even bandage them, mm-hmm. which are all not bad things, but it's not real food. It's not real nutritious. It's not real. And then in some cases, bandaging them just uh, doesn't allow the wound to heal. It it actually makes them stay bandaged. It doesn't allow them to heal. They they get enabled. I guess it's for me, it comes across like enabling, Mm -hmm. that I'm enabling them Mm -hmm. in some ways. And so um, leading and loving a flock of of sheep uh, as a shepherd looks much more difficult for me. Okay. It looks much more like the heart. It's hard. It's well, what it's, you're saying. Well, it's not, um, it's not taking the easy route on anything. Mm-hmm. Basically mm-hmm. it's taking the right route, the good route, but sometimes it requires seasons. Like it said, seasons of sowing mm-hmm. and um, you may not, always reap the benefits immediately but that's the process required to keep the sheep healthy mm-hmm. and you can't take shortcuts basically yeah um which i think in a lot a lot of times in leadership positions that becomes more about the leader than it does about who they're taking care of mm-hmm. and it becomes about their convenience 
the sheep are there to serve them. Mm-hmm. They're not not serving the sheep anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually backwards. A leader serves. Mm-hmm. Um, a leader doesn't wait to be served. Yeah. Um, in this type of a healthy shepherding position. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They really look out for the best interest of those that they're taking care of. Yeah. Um, they take their time yes. with them. Um, they don't um I they don't feed into that enabling thing, like you said. Like they don't um, you know, they they let them get up and walk again without keeping them resting when they don't need to be. They put them back in motion so that they can actually heal. You know, a lot of times bones and things like that, if you break them and if you just stay off it completely and you don't put weight back on it, it won't heal the right way. Mm-hmm. You have to get back up at some point and put weight on it. I remember even my dad having open heart surgery and him having to walk laps around the hospital and feeling like it was too early. Mm-hmm. But I think a good shepherd knows when, after there's been a wounding of some kind, or um, you know something that you really truly need to address because that happens too. But a good shepherd knows when to say, "All right, we're getting back up. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not going to be defeated. This is not going to stop you. This is not going to slow you down. This is actually making you stronger. Yeah. And it's only going to be once that bone fuses back together. It's it's stronger than it was before, and you can get back up. Yeah. So, um, all of those things, and then my mind went into lots of other areas too, like. How how does someone actually take care of sheep today? Like, what does that look like in today's world? And, um, of course, a lot of different things came up for me. You're looking at the whole flock, but you're also looking at the individual sheep, right? Like, um, and the Bible talks about how Jesus would leave the 99 to chase the one mm-hmm. um, and how both need to be important. Um, and then, you know, a lot of times they'll move them to different pastures and that's seasons of leadership. So, um, you know, they'll be in a pasture for a little while and then they might move to another area. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think, traditionally how they're, how they're taken care of and fresh water is important and really good food. And, and in the States, of course, there's vaccinations and <laughs> medications and things like that mm-hmm. um which could be a whole nother conversation but yeah yeah don't open up that can of worms <laughs> on this discussion okay yeah but well, yeah i think it um there's so much wisdom there and I, that i want everyone else to experience feeding my sheep what does that really mean well it 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 means feeding them, taking care of them, tending to them. And that that's what I believe the, that God is saying to me is, um, is pay attention to the other leaders out there. Um, and you'll know a good shepherd, uh, by the, by the, the difficulty, uh, and the, um, the care that they put, uh, into, leading others mm-hmm. um, that, you know, we're not perfect. but Right. Well, and I think you notice the care taken in the health, the health of who's underneath them, you know, who they're leading. But if you think about food as nutrition um, and this, this thought came to mind too, after we talked the other day, but um, and the analogy of fast food and how that's 
that does actually nothing for them. It's actually hurting them. Yeah. But if you take the time and the steps to eat healthy food or to prepare healthy food, just like us, when we're we're going through a process right now of, again, cleansing kind of our diet and what we're eating. And, mm-hmm. and if you can put in foods that are not only nutrition, but they're also healing, mm-hmm. then you're not you're not necessarily going to have to work so hard on the bandaging part mm-hmm. because healing will come from the inside. It seems like not a, from the outside seems like a longer journey, but in actuality it's, it's a, it's a more quality journey and it's and a it'll wholeness. save you time later as well. It's a wholeness. We think we're, we quick is the answer and, but it, but it's, it's actually going to be very hurtful long-term, mm-hmm. but but uh, so never, uh, to me, it just it brings up just just the tried and true of you can't you can't uh, you can't take shortcuts. Shortcuts just don't get you anywhere. Um, so, and how it relates to the this podcast, um, you know, I'm feeling very like, almost kind of not remorseful, but sad in a way that that I've I've done done my episodes so quickly without much thought uh, and with just you know a, a, a fast food version mm-hmm. of scripture or a fast food version because I'm moving so fast that I only have time to get on on my phone and and make a quick recording mm-hmm. um, is that really feeding my sheep I don't I don't consider the courageous community necessarily my sheep in the sense of that you're my followers, but maybe they are my sheep. Maybe you mm-hmm. are my sheep in the in sense some way, of, I think, I think that's true. The, a, a group of people that I uh, am called to serve, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the reverse. It's not about creating a community of fans that are, you know, going to do everything I want them to do. It's a community of believers who are trying to do excellent things that I can encourage and tend to and and shepherd in a way that they do they do amazing things and they're well taken care of and they're well fed mm-hmm. they're well uh, they're well tended to because I believe just in general right now I believe there are a lot of hungry sheep yes and um and I do think your podcast feeds hungry sheep yeah and we're getting a lot of fast food through quick social media bites mm-hmm. so. Um, anyway, this was worth taking the time to process. And uh, this note here is something that I'm going to reread often because I think it it's a great reminder of how to feed my sheep mm. and um, what Jesus was saying to Peter uh, when he said, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, take care of those that you love and that I love. Mm-hmm. Take care of those that I love. Take good care of them. Take good care of them. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Chrissy, for joining me on the Courage Cast. Yeah, absolutely. All right, there she is. Thanks, Chrissy, again for being with me. If you want to learn more about Chrissy and the things that she's involved in, you can just simply go to ChrissyNordhoff.com. That's actually a website that I helped her create and kind of help her manage and uh, definitely am a big supporter of her and her songwriting 
in her music, in the way that she mentors not only women with Brave Worship and BraveWorship.com and her Brave Worship podcast, but also in the way that she mentors other songwriters with her worship songwriter mentorship. She is a phenomenal speaker and teacher, and you can tell by the way that she encourages me as well. So next week, what do we have coming up? It's uh, the end of this episode, but next week uh, I begin a three-part, which didn't intend to be a three-part, three-week conversation with Robert Nolan. Robert Nolan is an author, and he specifically speaks to men. He writes devotional books for men. He's got big plans uh, for, for writing those, and he just I'm telling you what, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you are going to be encouraged by our conversation. Uh, We cover all sorts of topics in our 90-minute conversation, which I've broken up into three smaller parts. So for the next three weeks, it's going to be conversations with Robert Noland. And with that, friends, I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Eric Nordoff. Remember, encouragement builds belief, and belief makes the impossible possible. Don't forget what Jesus says in Mark 10, 27. With God, all things are possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Courage Cast. I want to invite you in to taking the next step in your journey towards living your most courageous life. You can do that very simply by visiting courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge. That's courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge.